Hi there, it's Kath Ann, weekly host of the Homework Help Show. Creating a resume can be a daunting process when you think about all your work experiences and other information you should include. Today on the show, we give you a step-by-step breakdown to help you write an effective resume that will land you the job. Before you begin building your resume, look for a basic template or framework. You can use Microsoft Word to build your resume. They have many different resume templates to choose from. Otherwise, try researching different resume formats and choose the one that appeals to you. Resumes should be tailored to the type of job you're applying for, but once you have prepared your standard resume, you can tweak it to match the jobs that come your way. Make sure to choose a template that looks professional and uncluttered. Now, let's talk about the steps required to forming your resume. Step one. Collect all your personal information and employment information. Once you have everything, it will be much easier to write your resume. Make a list of all the information you want to use, including dates you started and ended jobs, all the jobs you have had, your education, certifications, and other credentials. You will also need your name, contact information, and some skills which transfer to the job you're applying for. You might also consider adding some references of people you know who will give you a great reference for the job that you're applying for. Step number two, begin writing your resume. List the information you have collected in the following order. Resume heading, in other words, your name, full address, email address, and telephone number. This will be at the top of your resume centered in the middle of the page. Second, you'll want to write an objective. This is not necessary, however, it looks professional. The objective is a few short lines which tells the hiring manager what you can offer to the job. Number three, include your work history or your experience. This is the most important aspect of your resume. Employers will want to know where you have worked, when you worked there, and what responsibilities you had. Let's break it down. List the jobs and internships you have held in reverse chronological order, with the most recent positions first. For each position, include job title, company, location, dates of employment, and a bulleted list of the strongest accomplishments for each job. In this case, verb tense should be present tense for your current job if you are currently employed and past tense for any prior employment. Then you'll want to include volunteer work. If you have volunteer experience that's related to the job you're applying for or if you have volunteered to avoid an employment gap, list volunteering as you would jobs you have held. Finally, you will definitely want to include your education. And you need only to list degrees earned with the highest first when you have been out of school for a few years. If you are a student or a recent graduate, the education section of your resume can be listed above your employment history. Education should be listed in reverse chronological order with the most recent and advanced education first. Include the name of the school, the degree earned, and the date that you graduated. You might also want to add a section with certifications. This would come next, and this would include any certifications or credentials that you have. Next, you might even want to consider some awards and accomplishments. Don't be shy about mentioning awards and achievements you have earned. 
They show your employer that you are a well-credentialed candidate who has been recognized for your accomplishments. Then you'll want to include a section on skills. This section of a resume includes the skills that you have that are directly related to the job for which you're applying. Use a bullet form list to mention your skills. Finally, you may also want to include some personal interests. If you do have personal interests that are related to the position you're applying for, you can list them here. This can be helpful if you're applying for jobs where you don't have a lot of related work experience, but you do have expertise achieved in other ways. Step number three, choose a resume layout. There are three basic types of resume formats you can use. The format you select will depend on your employment history and credentials. The chronological format is the most frequently used and presents your work history starting with the most recent job first. The second type of format is the functional resume. If you have a spotty work history, you may want to use a functional resume that focuses on your skills and experience. Then there is the combination resume. This resume layout includes both your skills and your chronological work history. The chronological format is the most common one and probably the one that you have seen the most often. Step number four, format your resume text. Now, this may be something that you easily forget, so bear this in mind. When you're choosing fonts for your resume, simple works best. The exception to that rule will be if you're applying for a design-related position where your resume can showcase your design skills. Otherwise, choose a font, a basic font like Arial, Calibri, Times New Roman, or Vordana is a good choice because your resume needs to be easy to read for a hiring manager. You also want to consider font size and type. The font style and size can vary. For example, you can use a larger font for your name and section headings. Use bold and italics to highlight the details of your education and employment history. Step number five to writing your resume is proofread and print the final version. Before your resume is finalized, it's important to carefully proofread it. Get someone else to look it over to see if they catch anything you may have missed, similar to an essay. Then print a copy to make sure what's on the printed page lines up with what's on your computer. Once it's set, print extra copies to bring to interviews with you. And number six, write your resume for each job you apply for. As mentioned, you can create a standard resume and rework it for each job you apply to. Make sure to incorporate the qualifications and skills asked for in the job description. When you use the same language as the employer, they are more likely to relate to your resume and choose you over another candidate. Tip number one, think about the purpose of the resume. Essentially, a resume is intended to catch the eye of the hiring manager. You also want to land a job interview. Make sure you tailor your resume around those two concepts, catching the eye of the hiring manager and securing a job interview. Tip number two, gather background information. Even if you have an old resume lying around, it can help to go through your most recent accomplishments, experiences, education. Before you begin writing your resume, go through all your recent accomplishments and include them in your resume. Tip number three, 
Decide the focus of your resume. Decide which type of job you are seeking and how to focus your resume. Include relevant details on your resume that speak to the specific job you are currently seeking. Tip number four, do some research on the job and the field that you're looking at. Research the field that you're interested in as well as some relevant keywords to include in your resume. By including these keywords in your resume, you'll catch the employer's attention and they will be more likely to bring you in for a job interview. It will help you to look knowledgeable and prepared for the field that you're seeking. Tip number five, include relevant contact information. In most cases, due to current privacy issues, your name, phone number, and email are appropriate to include on your resume. You may also want to include the state or province where you live so the hiring manager knows where you are located. Also make sure to provide a professional email. Creating one using Gmail can be helpful. Tip number six, create a professional profile. At the beginning of your resume, summarize your top accomplishments that apply to the job that you're looking for. Use three to four bullet points to denote these accomplishments and also include some of the keywords that you have found in your earlier research. Remember, the components that you include in this section should be backed up in the body of your resume with specific details linking to experiences and accomplishments that you have had. Tip number seven, develop your professional experiences section. Working from your most current job backwards, describe the job that you've had. Now, make sure you're not just including duties or responsibilities. You'll want to include two to three bullet points under each job experience that denote a quantified accomplishment or experience that you've had in your job placement. Here, try to think about including a description of how you made the job your own. Shy away from including duties or responsibilities. Do not include older or non-relevant job experiences on your resume. The hiring manager won't be interested. Tip number eight, format your educational experience section. Just like the job section, start with your most current experience first and work backwards. Include all relevant accomplishments, degrees, diplomas in this section. Finally, you may want to include a skills section. Now, this is a great opportunity to use some of those keywords that you found in your prior research. Discuss awards, accomplishments, or other types of skills you have developed throughout your education or your job experience. Okay, so that's it for me this week, guys. I hope this episode was of benefit and helped you to learn how to write a resume. As always, if you have any questions, hit us up on our social media platforms using the hashtag AskHHG. Share your comments with us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Find us by searching Homework Help Global. Thanks so much for joining me this week, guys. Talk soon and take care.